Hey friends, it's Mark James. It is Tuesday, which means it must be the ninth day of the month. And things are going poor to average. <laughs> Last night, you know, I said I wasn't sure if I'd eat or not. I really fucked it. Gordy screwed the pooch, as they say once in uh, Stand By Me. Basically, uh, the pick and mix came. I ate loads of the pick and mix. Then Sarah offered me pita breads with fake meat in them. I ate them. Then I had a bowl of cereal. And there was just all sorts of bad things going on. Banged on another couple of pounds. So I'm still like six pounds down from last week, from last Monday. But it's not as well as I could have done. You know, I could have been eight further pounds down. This is the problem. When you give up on the days, you don't just put weight on, but you also give up the weight you would have lost. So it's quite bizarre that there's like a, you know, if you would have lost another two pounds and you put two pounds on, then actually there's a four pound swing there. Think you should have been, you know, four pounds different, and that is a loss. It's heartbreaking. So today I'm back on it. I got up early. I had a phone call. I've been asked to make a thing for a very big company where I will teach some magic, and it'll be involved, you know, and it's going to be quite a nice project, and it's going to be nice, easy tricks that regular people can do, and but they have to pay for the experience, so it satisfies all of the requirements of, you know, not just giving away magic secrets for free, which everyone does these days on YouTube and whatnot. I obviously don't approve of that as a rule, unless it's very simple magic and it's designed to entice people to be interested. I don't like when people give away real secrets that magicians use, you know, in their professional shows. But hey, so there's an exciting project in the works, perhaps. And um, we're in the early stages of talking about it, but I think it's going to come off and that'll be great. I've got a show tonight for a company called Red Shelf, who are based in Chicago. And I did a show for them back in December, which was really fun. And I've stayed in touch with the guy from there and we got on well. And uh, he's asked me back to do another thing through the company that booked me. So I'm doing that tonight. Booked a few of those murder mystery shows for this week. So I'll be doing four of those. I did one the other night, of course, that I mentioned to you, but I've got a few more this week. So that's going to be fun as well. So it's nice that a few working things are starting to come up. It might be like there's some light at the end of this particular tunnel. And, you know, maybe if I book these things, I'll do, I mean, certainly this thing that's the teaching project that will, you know, <laughs> if it works out how I hope it will, that will bring a lot of sun with regards to time that I can afford to not work for a while again. So I may stay a magician for a good long while here. Um, that's the that's the dream, isn't it? We'll see. Um, a rather strange thing just happened there. A woman slowed down right next to me and is like looking in a review mirror, trying to work out what exactly she's doing. Just kind of pulled over, but she's got a window glued shut. Like, not glued, she's got like see-through stuff between the window and the top of the window, and it's halfway down. Very strange, not really sure what that's all about. Anyway, so I'm walking. So I had an early call this morning, a business call. So I was out of bed at 8 o'clock, and then I had another one a bit later on. And I came out walking nice and early. So I'm going to walk twice today. And I'm going to try and do this every day. Get up early. Because the whole next week and a bit, according to um, the weather app, is going to be no rain. And that's all we've been waiting for. The spring to spring. And it might have sprung. Although there are touches of snow in the air. <laughs> as there were yesterday. And today it said that it was minus six. Which is like um, 20 Fahrenheit. For those of you that are uh, American. Although the guy in Chicago said they're expecting their weather to go minus six, um, which is for which is in Fahrenheit. And that for us would be minus 22 Celsius. I mean, imagine how cold that is. When I was in Chicago last year, there was one day where it was that. It was minus 18 one day. 
and it was brutally cold. Although I spent a month in Finland and Sweden where it was as cold as that every day. But then I was wearing long johns and two jumpers and a massive coat and I was expecting that weather. When we went to Chicago, I was not expecting that weather and I was freezing. So hey, and we'd just come from somewhere else in America that was much warmer. So getting off the plane was a bit of a culture shock. Not a culture shock, a physical shock. Uh, anyway, what else am I going to talk to you about today? What other crap am I going <laughs> to talk about? How long have I been talking on this walk? Maybe I can be cool. Four and a half minutes. Four and a half minutes of your time I've had today. Um, yeah, so we continue at home with homeschooling. Sarah is homeschooling Joshua as we speak. They're going to have a little walk. I quite like the BBC have done us all a massive favour. They're doing like these schools programmes in the morning that Joshua watches. Now, to be fair, some of the topics they're covering, even though they're in the age range that Joshua is at school, they're not actually on his curriculum. So they're doing a lot about Shakespeare that he isn't doing. And they're doing a lot about something else. But, you know, education's education, isn't it? Just because someone has decided that that's what he should learn at the minute. And in another part of the country, they've decided he should learn something else. It'll all go in eventually. I can't see it being a big problem. I'm happy for him to learn that mix of stuff. So that takes a bit of the heat off the mornings because you can just watch this BBC schools thing. Then he does his two hours reading, which is a dream. And he is absolutely smashing through the books. But I bought him, has everyone watched that TV show, Lupin, Arsène Lupin? It's a French thing about a guy who's like a master thief and master of disguise. And um, I bought Joshua the books because he liked the TV show. So we watched a few episodes of it and he liked it a lot. So we decided to stop watching the TV show and let him read the books first. And I'll probably read them as well, actually. It's the sort of thing that uh, I would love. I don't know why I never heard of it before. Weird that I've never never heard of those books because they combine all of my favourite things. Detective novels, mystery, thievery. I'm still on this book about the guy who robbed all of the um, bookies and stuff, who was a bit of a disguise wearer. <laughs> it's getting very thick, the plot, now. I'm probably halfway through it. <clears throat> oh, gosh, I've never noticed this doorway before. Well, the more I walk around Preston, and I've been doing it every day now for about a year, it surprises me that I'm still able to see addresses and buildings that catch my eye that I've never really noticed before. The part of Preston that I'm in at the minute, behind where Sarah works, actually, just behind uh, the little park, Winkley Square, it's called. Um, I love the houses here. They're lovely. Very, very nice. Anyway, today's story, today's album has a little story attached, as they all have. And the album I'm going to recommend to you today, and let me know if you've been listening to them. I know a few of you have tagged me in Instagram posts and said that you're listening to the album I recommend. And I love that. I hope that, you know, if I recommend an album to you every day for 10 or so days, that you find a new favorite band or a band that's among your new favorites. Oh, the snow is starting to come down. This is exciting. Anyway, the album that I'm going to recommend is Elbow. And of course, Elbow have been around for a long time. Sarah and I had a piano version of One Day Like This while Sarah came down the aisle. And we've always loved a lot of their music. They're not really famous in America. My friend Taylor loves them now, but he'd never heard of them until I told him. So check out Elbow on Spotify, as always. By the way, Spotify, it's quite annoying. They own Anchor, who I do the podcast with. Um, and it just let you include a song at the end of the podcast. And I was going to do that. But then I realized that if I do that, it makes that podcast only available on Spotify. And you can't listen to it on all the other stuff. And I know from looking at the analytics that most of you listen to it via Apple Podcasts or Pocket Casts. 
So I can't do that. You have to go and hunt it out yourself on Spotify or YouTube, whatever. But the album I'm going to recommend of Elbows is one of the newer ones. It's probably been out for seven years. It's called Little Fictions. And this is the album that got me back into Elbow. I listened to them in college, as I did with most bands that I love. And my friend Mark was into their one of their albums. And uh, I think the album was called Sleep in the Back. And there was one song on there that I quite liked, but I never got mad into it. And then I was in a store. Um, it was actually a HMP store. And it was the way that, the way that you got into the shopping centre, you kind of came straight through into the HMV. I think it was in Leeds. It might have been in Trinity Shopping Centre in Leeds. And I was out for the day with Sarah. And I don't think that Joshua was with us, but he might have been. I can't remember. But anyway, I was in this HMV, and there was a song playing on the big speaker. And um, it was a song from that Elbow album, which is called Little Fictions, as I said. And there was this lyric where he just keeps singing, fall in love with me, fall in love with me, like that over there. Fall in love with me, except in tune, every day. And I thought, oh, I really like this. And so I went and found out what it was, and I bought it on vinyl there and then and uh, took it home and there's a bit of an investment when you buy an album on vinyl record that you haven't heard before there's a real investment and there's a willingness to get to love all of the tracks more than you know people just listen to songs now don't they don't listen to whole albums and quite often the songs that you end up really loving on an album are not the single release they're some you know song that you would have only heard if you put the investment in to really listen to the whole thing people don't do that as much anymore and they should because that's where all the best songs are i find and that's what happened with this album. I bought it, I took it home, I listened to the whole thing, front to back and then again, and you know, looked at the album cover. Vinyl records make listening to music a very active activity rather than a passive one. I don't think something that's passive can be referred to as an activity. Most people listen to music while they're doing something else, don't they? You know, if most people have got music on in the house and you say, what was the last three songs? They won't be able to tell you. It's on, but they haven't really been listening. Whereas when you buy a record and you're sitting there and you've got the vinyl record um, in your hand and you're reading the sleeve notes and you're looking at it that first time, it's not passive. It really is an activity. Um, and that's how I listened to this. And I really loved it. And so there's a song on there called Little Fictions. And of course, Guy uh, Garvey's lyrics are brilliant. And there's one where um, there's this great lyric where he says... Um, my telephone shakes into life and I see your name and the wheat fields explode into gold either side of the train. And it's very evocative of you can see, you know, him sitting on this train and this whole thing. It's really nice. So listen, li listen to all the songs. See if you can find that lyric. It's brilliant. And listen to all of Guy Garvey's absolute brilliance. And if you love that, you should check out his solo album. Uh, he's only got one solo album, so you'll be able to find it if you just search Guy Garvey. And there's a song on that called Electricity, which I love, but it's a bit more maudlin. But anyway, check out Elbow, Little Fictions, as today's album recommend. And let me know what you think. Bye, friends.